0: Tonight, we are kicking it TRL style, which apparently means Total Request Live, and I had no idea. It's like that MTV thing you always watched when you were a kid when you were getting ready, but you had no idea what it was called. Yeah, it's that. TRL. It's a request, guys. Welcome to Cryptic Soup. If you thought the hat man was just going to be us talking about Smitty Worgen, I hate you so much, (laughs) Wervin Wervin (laughs) Jagen Jensen, and his super valuable soda drink hat, you are wrong, Mr. Krabs. Black silhouette, completely black. He couldn't, I couldn't make out any features. I never saw a face or eyes, but just this dark kind of outline of a man. tall man with some type of a brand hat. There were three of them for me, and and the the one in the middle was always the guy in the middle. He had a hat on. He was uh, obviously the boss. <laughs> At any point, that wasn't what upset you about the intro. (laughs) Because I didn't read any (laughs) part. I didn't read any further. For the past 15 minutes, Kylie's been (laughs) stressing out about the intro because she didn't know what TRL is, didn't read the next sentence to realize she had to pronounce the character (laughs) from Spongebob. Urban Yegan Man Jensen. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I kind of love that intro though. <laughs> it's good. I actually because... started crying. This is the first I ever laughed so far, <laughs> except for when we were talking about falling down the stairs. Oh my god, that was really funny. Well, mm. welcome back to Cryptic Soup, guys. I'm Athena and I'm Kylie, and we're we're ready for a fun episode tonight. <laughs> it's been a long day. Okay, we uh we're a little slap heavy over here. We're crying from laughing so hard. All because Kylie can't pronounce words for <laughs> once. Who would have thought, oh, how the turntables have turntables for right <laughs> it's now? It's not that I can't pronounce words. It's that I didn't know what they were called. And then I really say request, couldn't. Say I really couldn't. What? Say TRL. Say what those letters mean. Total request. Fuck you. <laughs> Total <laughs> request live. So. Yeah, it's, like, it's like I. Re- you want to bequest the request. No, I think I say wequest. we quest. We with a w what is wrong with you it's getting worse the more you say it you (laughs) (laughs) at least the words i can't pronounce 90 percent of the time aren't even english so this is a requested episode (laughs) by chelsea h so thank you chelsea h for requesting this (laughs) it means a lot to us (laughs) by the time you guys are hearing this episode also the giveaway is closed it's closed the giveaway the giveaway i'm excited <laughs> whoever wins, but we would like know this. we well, don't know no now, by that but point, yeah. Whoever wins, please post pictures of you making this delicious food for sure. And it'll be in the next episode. You hear who the winner is, so you gotta stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Did you realize I caught it as I said it, and then I was like, oh, no, there it I is. I can't. I can't see it. So. Tonight, this is a requested episode and Chelsea slid in the DMs and was like, hey, so here's the deal. Here's what I would love to hear. I want to hear about these cryptic creature type things. She didn't give me much warning of what they are or anything. She said, look up the gray man and the hat man. Now, when I heard this, I thought these were like two creatures hanging out like the gray man and hat man, like two bros on an adventure sitting in a hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay. (laughs) Or like they're not real at all. Turns out, first off, they're two different creatures. This was two <laughs> different episodes. I didn't realize that. Also, you'll learn why the episode is titled Something Else because of what happens throughout the story tonight. Mm. Yeah, a little teaser there, if you will. Tease, tease. Um. Other than that, do we have any business to talk about before we get down to the business? I don't think so. I mean, we're right around the corner from our like fiftieth episode. That's pretty dope. That's kind of crazy. There's to gonna be about. a guest on it. <laughs> <laughs> if that wasn't the Is most awkward say? <laughs> way to word it. Um <clears throat> there's it's, a it's gonna be it's it's gonna be cool. So since Kylie and I have nothing new to update you guys on our lives, we'll update you on other things. Corey, our editor today fell down the staircase. <laughs> So that's the update of cryptic soup. Uh, we came home and he had to have an ice pack and he, he was first sore. Starts about it. He like goes on about it about how it hurt, obviously. But then he's like, "My elbow out." And then he's like, "I don't remember." Every if few he did messages, it the- <laughs> he was like, "Well, I actually my elbow does hurt, but I fell right. on my ankle and it hurts, and I slammed into the wall up by the attic in the hallway." These. That sentence doesn't sound like it no, makes sense was, but it does he was leaning on it and that's when he fell because he okay but if i say to someone he was leaning on our attic in the stairwell hallway and fell down a staircase that sounds like we live in the winchester house available in the archives yeah that doesn't really <laughs> make sense if you haven't been here yeah but our house yeah. sounds fake but did he tell you in the group chat that he thinks he hurt his kidney yeah okay <laughs> he said he, it was <laughs> he, in the said he actually hit the and... wall with his kidney yeah it was a very interesting elaborate set and, of texts from Corey. and then this man is like is it Bruce? and i was like no there's literally <laughs> nothing there and i hold it and it's ice freaking cold i and at this point i had just gotten home and i didn't know there was an ice pack involved and i was like jesus did you freeze yourself so Corey's had an eventful day <laughs> comical yeah pretty much never a dull moment well, with that, I guess let's learn about uh, these requested men. We're going to start by going through the hat man first, because um, he's a man that wears a hat. Why not? <laughs> so the hat man is a figure who is essentially more of an urban legend than a cryptid. Yeah, there's kind of a difference, but <laughs> what's qu- the difference, Dana? Um, Cryptids are passed down through generation meant to be something that instills Um, partial truth in them. And a cryptid usually has basis of something real, at least creating the original storyline. And perhaps it gets skewed over time so that it's maybe not completely believable. Like the Jersey Devil really could have been a creature that they really did see things like that. And then over time, it became something more like an urban legend where it's to teach a lesson to children to scare them into something or teach them something, and it sounds unbelievable. An urban legend is usually never true from the beginning, and it's more of like a campfire story and something that was more a scary story to teach and instill those lessons, rather than being something that was based on a factual event or a series of events or item that could have been from factual history. So a cryptid is more like a really, really big, long game of telephone. Yes. And an urban legend is like a really long campfire story. So hook, handed Man, that one's an urban legend. However, like, so would Krampus be an urban legend? Krampus would technically be more of an urban legend. Yes. Hmm. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a cryptid that we haven't done. Uh, that, no, because then people will know it. Black Shuck. There really could have been a dog that was scaring everyone with right. like mange or something. So that's more of a cryptid. However, like um, the three headed dog from that's like Hades's pet from Hercules. That's more of an urban legend. I got it. <laughs> Things like that. Um. But then you have those weird moments where things can cross over and you don't know which it is or isn't mm-hmm. like Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary could have potentially been a real girl, things like that. But over time, it got passed down as an urban legend because it was so hokey. But the original storyline was true in the very beginning. But people took more the lesson and the scare value of it rather than what could have been the truth. And it no longer was a cryptid because it's not something that's super paranormal out of their craziness. And it became an urban legend. I just thought of something. What's up? <clears throat> so is basically all of like the Disney movies technically cryptid? cryptids? I mean, because they're based off of like partial truths. Partial truths. I don't know. I mean, I guess they could be. It's and some people will argue what the difference between a cryptid and a urban legend is. Some people will say there really isn't a difference. I totally see that point too. And some people will just be like, no, one is, you know. Scary, and one isn't. One is paranormal. That is one big thing. Is sometimes people say cryptids have to be paranormal or unrealistic in nature that they can't have like a almost like a human natural form type thing or something. But that's not true either. We've learned because there's things like Bigfoot, Yetis, things like that. If that's the case and they're encrypted, wouldn't they just be an animal? Right. Or so, like a. Mm maybe but like a phenomenon yeah like weird like um skimwalker ranch Mm -hmm. so i mean you know everyone has a difference between these two however going forward that's the baseline of what a lot of people use is that one has some factual evidence and some doesn't i don't know to me you can really interchange them i know that sounds shitty after i just went on that big tangent (laughs) But I kind of interchange them because they really are interchangeable ninety percent of the time. Well, and I think it depends because if it starts to change over time, then it might become one or the other. Mm-hmm. So, so Hatman's an urban legend that is actually related to sleep paralysis and the figure you would probably see during that event. Hatman is a phenomenon in which the witnesses will report seeing a shadowy entity dressed up in an old top hat or other times a fedora and a cape. Which would you rather see old top hat man or old fedora man? Fedora. Oh, definitely fedora. man. Less scary. Wait, <laughs> Way less scary. The hat man acts like a ghost and he's usually just seen standing there and waiting. He's sometimes reported to have a goatee, but other times he's said to be clean shaven. So really, we're just all over the place so far. Some reports claim he doesn't even have a face. Yep, that went from zero to hundred real quick. <laughs> Now, I said that he's like a ghost. I didn't say he is a ghost. And here's why, because a lot of people say he acts like a ghost. But instead of calling him a ghost, it's because and this is what a lot of people like credit a ghost. Ghosts have faces and you can like see the facial features like detectable, like they have a mouth, they have eyes, they have a nose. And, I don't ever want to think about that again. <laughs> and <laughs> Hatman, they say, like, doesn't they say he's more of just a smoky figure and stuff. So that's why he's like a ghost, but he's not a ghost. don't like that. But how can you see his facial hair? So is it floating right? facial hair? Like I was hair? just thinking of that too. Like, where's the goatee then? Um, The most common reports of the hat man say that he is shadowy and he is in the dark and it's very little to no details. Uh, many people report bumping into the entity, which again gives us a different vibe than a ghostly vibe. Because I feel like if I bumped into a ghost, I wouldn't call it bumping. I would say like I passed felt through or something. Yeah. Felt it, yeah. But, like, bumping means there's something, like, solid. Yeah, like, physically almost, there. Yeah, like, I can feel it. Uh, they say it does nothing, though. Like, you don't feel it, but then the figure will usually move around and then just vanish. As if it couldn't detect, like, what just happened. Like, it, it's, it's just gone. So it's not, like, mad at that point. You just bumped into it, and it's like, ah, oh, shit, okay, I'll leave. This isn't my room, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Whoopsies. The people who see the Hat Man report a feeling or sense of a uh, m- m- mal malivance mal me- me- mal. I know this word. Okay. Malevolent malevol- malevol- male- mm-hmm. mal You're male- real close. Malevolent male- I want to say maleficent. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> and I'm trying so hard not to maleficiousness. Live- We'll go there. Malevolence. There you go. There we, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just needed to give you the little bit that you needed. <laughs> and like, I knew the word. I earlier today was like, that's the word I'm going to fuck up in the episode. And I was like, no, I know that word. It's I so easy. mischievous. Mischievous? Some people say mischievous. Some people say mischievous. What is that word? Anonym. Am- an- when you're anonymous? Am- Anonymity. <laughs> Anim-min-ity. You got an email am- over here am- <laughs> a- <na-ni-ni-ni-ni-ni. laughs> that's pretty close because an- Anon- it's anonymous yeah an- but non-imin-ity. it goes no it's an an it's an a uh, sound at the beginning though anaminity an- an- or something yeah, I'm pretty sure it's anonymous. And now you got me <laughs> fucked up. I can't say what I just said. <laughs> I hate that word. People that can say that word correctly on the first time, anonymity Ananimi- oh, sounds not too bad. I think there's two ends before there's an m. That's just too many. There's a too many. Yeah, <laughs> well, anyways, people that see the hat man get this like malicious feeling as if he is, you know, hostile almost. But it also says that he feels curiosity towards whoever's witnessing him. He seems to take great pleasure in the fear that these people have as if he's feeding off it. Some people claim that he potentially could be the devil because of this, like he's fear feeding on that fear. And so it's like the devil potentially doing it. Ooh, I don't know. I don't imagine the devil being a goatee fedora man. But I kind of I kind of do picture the devil. (laughs) Okay. Goatina in a fedora. All right. Don't like that. <laughs> or a goat. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. A very large goat. <laughs> a very large, large, large goat. <laughs> the Hatman is said to produce a feeling of utter terror to the person seeing it, and he won't vanish until he completely feeds on that terror feeling. I think the, 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 okay. When you say large goat, do you remember <laughs> the show Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures? The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? I said that backwards. hmm. You know, the statue and the school that is in the first few seasons before Mm -hmm. it gets destroyed. Is that what you're thinking? That like Baphomet style? Yeah. That's, yeah, same. Well, and the, is that one the new one? Mm hmm. Okay. Because they show Satan. Yeah. And he has those. That. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Not when he's like the pretty form and with the fallen wings, not fallen, like ripped out wings and stuff. Not that version. Yeah. Which, by the way, everyone, side note, speaking of his chilling adventures of Sabrina this last weekend, I got to go see Ross Lynch from that TV show. And it's the guy that plays Harvey and his girlfriend was there, which is the girl from the TV show that he dates in the show. Jazz Sinclair. She was there. It was great. Okay, that's all. Do you know her name on the show? I can't think of it. Why can't I think of her name? Her real name is Jazz in real life. Yeah, I can see her. And she's the one that goes blind. All right, whatever. Moving on, everyone. There are a lot of similarities with the hat man and like how he makes people feel, what he looks like, the times that he comes, like when you're sleeping and all that kind of stuff, and two series of what people think the hat man could be. Some of the most popular theories are shadow people. Time travelers. Or sleep paralysis. So you're not actually awake when you're seeing him. Potentially. OK, so let's talk about some of the differences, because this time travel one is going to it's going to blow your mind, Kylie. And you're going to be like, holy F. OMG, i was trying not to curse. So I just said the letter. F. F. <laughs> cursing is fun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like ca- cursing is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> OMG, I just said I, mean, I, I can't do it all the time, you know, when I'm at work. So I just
1: got to ask in the moment out. when
0: you get to. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Shadow people are reported since the beginning of recorded history. Shadow people are one of the earliest sighted creatures by mankind, making them one of the oldest cryptids worldwide. Shadow people are something that are said to be living in the shadows. Hmm. Hmm. Shocker. Crazy, right? <laughs> they are usually seen out of the corner of someone's eye. People will call them like a semi-transparent dark splotch, but you can usually tell it different from just a splotch, From a person but that's the best way to describe it they'll vanish as soon as the person realizes what they saw when people see shadow people they usually have a feeling of despair or fear that washes over them again very similar there have been some reports that people say they were attacked or chased by the shadow people and a lot of times they're said to be seen near hospitals um, because they're a sign of a, a, an ill omen or like a bad omen, mm. potentially death or something. Like Some that. people say they even feel them like standing at the end of their hospital beds or like sitting on their chest almost to the point where they can't breathe or anything. And that that's like the fear that they want is when you didn't have that fear the first time they'll like sit on your chest and like be so close to you that you're overcome with fear. That makes me think, I don't remember what the movie is called, but it makes me think of that one movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, I think it is, where he has something on his, um, like, it's literally on top of him right here, but he can't see it. It's, like, his shoulder to his, like, his back, and he has, like, chronic back pain throughout the whole thing. Is it Shadow Island? Shutter Island. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, okay. actually. That's what it makes me think of. Weird. Um. So in my mind, I was just thinking of Ryuk from Death Note hovering over a light when he walks around. But it, instead of Ryuk just hovering behind you, like instead just constantly standing right in front of you, staring at you, or like being at the end of your bed. That's like terrifying so to think about. <laughs> I was like, oh, don't like that. Nope, I don't like any of these versions. With shadow people, the shadows are usually larger than a normal shadow, so like you can tell it apart from just a normal shadow. And they usually will move with quick, jerky movements, disintegrating into walls or mirrors a lot of time. In my mind, when I think of, like, quick, jerky movements and stuff like that, I think of, like, The Grudge back when the girl would, like, That's what I thought of, yeah. And do all that weird stuff. that That's usually the style of what I think of with those things. The Grudge is, like, the only movie that I could not watch again when oh, I was younger. The Grudge scared the living piss out of me. So many people said that I... Don't think I ever was scared by it. I have no idea why, because it's just a freaking kid. Like, I don't understand. That and The why. Ring, I did not think we're the near Ring, as scary. I could watch that. That's not that's not scary to me. One of my exes, their scariest movie ever was uh, The Bye Bye Man. And I was like, OK, maybe it's actually scary. Watched it. Zero <laughs> <laughs> percent scary. But it probably movie. has some effect of when they watched it. OK. I don't know. I I'm trying to think of what movie scared me. And I we genuinely talked about it on the last episode. I don't remember a lot of scary movies scaring me, but I got scared of like scenes in a movie like Too Fast, Too Furious. That. Yeah. That one scene that we talked about that scared me. Actually, a movie did scare me and it's really irrational. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what is Jeepers Creepers? I never saw it with Justin Long and he takes his eyes Okay, oh. that movie is like the least realistic scary movie ever, movie ever. That movie had me terrified of the dark for like three straight weeks. I watched it when I was like twenty four. I was like a full ass grown ass <laughs> adult. I was full on adult here. I was terrified. sitting in my living room. I was watching it. I was sitting. We had this oversized leather chair, and I was sitting there watching it. So and you have space around you. I was that's in, the problem. In it, my roommate was gone on a vacation. I watched it. I was like, it's not going to be that scary. And at the time I was dating someone and they thought it'd be so cute to surprise me and throw rocks at the window, like the balcony window and get my attention. I started screaming and crying and it was the <laughs> worst experience ever. <laughs> and since that day, that movie freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> it's Still so terrifying. To this day. <laughs> but with these shadow people moving on. Sorry, guys. <laughs> The shadow people are kind of like a a mist, but kind of like a solid. They're like that in-between state. They're not completely like a solid, but they're not completely that misty, gaseous type thing. So they're like not ghastly and they're not Haunter. They're like right in the middle. Does that
1: make they're sense? They're kind of like a
0: dark version of Casper. Yeah. Casper doesn't look very like like the old Casper. Yeah. No. yeah, Is there a new Casper? I think so. Oh, wow. Well, there's a whole like cartoon TV show, I think. Huh. OK. So shadow people are believed to be evil and aggressive in nature. So this time we're hearing they're like meant to be that way. Some witnesses report that when they look in the uh, they look at the shadow person in the chest or the eyes. So when they're like making eye contact at this point and stuff. The shadow creature will emit. A loud screaming type noise that sounds like either screechy static or like a howling, loud, whistling wind or like nails on a chalkboard. Screechy static sounds terrifying. That sounds like Ultrageist. Like, yeah, like if it came out of something, I'd be like, nope. (laughs) There are other types of shadow people rather than just the hat man, because like the hat man people think is a shadow person. Would you call it a shadow person or is it a shadow people still? Shadow person?
1: Because the term is
0: shadow people. So would it be a shadow person or is that wrong? Does that just sound weird? I know what you're saying. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, he's he's one of many shadow people. Some of the other ones that people talk about are the hooded monk. Missed people. peeking shadows, which are child sized. Don't like that nope. one. <laughs> nope. And red eyed shadows, which are. The, the evil ones. They're the bad guys. What are they? They're, they're malicious. <laughs> Malevolent. <laughs> <laughs> I said it the same time as you. Good job. I did good that time. <laughs> the other theory that could be of what the hat man is, is they could be time travelers. These these hatted men's. OK, <laughs> so <laughs> this suggests that time travelers are not perceivable for human beings. And we're beginning to become more aware of time travel resulting in the visibility of the shadow people. So they're still considered shadow people, right? But we're becoming closer and closer in science to time travel. Yes. That we're seeing them more. Yes. And here's like the, the, the reasoning. So the theory, people believe this is the most logical theory for time travel. And I had not heard about this until reaching into this one. And to me, this also sounds the most really... (laughs) believable <laughs> believable version of if time travel does exist. All right. So shadow people sightings have been going on for all these years, right? And it's because they're shadowy when they come to us, they're not like a full person and it's because that will control the timeline to not cause an issue within it how movies and like things portray it. So if they're not a real person, they can't truly disrupt the timeline. So let's say right now if I go back in time 10 years ago to try and tell myself something, I'm not going to believe myself if it's just some shadowy figure telling me something. But if like a real version of me, solid person is standing there telling me I'm going to believe in time travel or something. And so they think that this is the way that science has progressed into time traveling without disrupting the linear pattern of life. Butterfly effect. Yes. Hmm. Is that not the craziest version of time travel you've ever heard? Yeah, a little bit. It kind of makes sense. Like, I get it. It does kind of makes sense. Because if I was going to send someone to the past or the future, I'd be like, OK, but you can't do shit. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I won't. And I'm like, no, I'm going to make it possible. You can't do shit. You're going to be you're going to be like a ghost. Sorry about your luck. You're going to be like a little ghosty figure and you can't make choices. You can't make choices. Because what well, kind of sounds like they can. OK, they can make the choice to spook you or not spook you. Ooh, yeah. I still choice. <laughs> <laughs> but. With that being the case of time traveling, I don't believe it for the, the hat man. That doesn't make sense. But for time traveling, that's that's killer. Love to hear about that more. But that that's about all there is to it. I'm ready for sleep paralysis, though, because that's the one that I really feel like I my ex. Suffered from this and it is terrifying. So that brings us to sleep paralysis. You're right. Okay. Sleep paralysis. It is a common occurrence that according to 2011 US study affects 8% of people regularly. That sounds like a really far away study, but it's been about the same. So I left it Uh, the last like 100% recorded though was in 2011. So there's this woman named Shelly Adler and she is the Adler? Yeah. Adler. What is wrong with you? What's the planetarium in Chicago called? At Adler. Is it? Pretty sure, yeah. Hmm, weird. Okay. <laughs> Shelly Adler is the author of Sleep Paralysis, Nightmares, Nokbos, and the Mind Body Connection. Nokbos? That's how you say that? I think so noche bows that's yeah notch bows notch bows i don't know whatever Whatever. now she's been studying sleep paralysis and other sleep phenomenons for like a really long time so she's kind of like she knows she's well yeah but she's kind of essentially a scientist of it but it's not a full-on science like official scientist i gotcha but if she could get her master's in sleeping, she, it, that sounds weird, but you know what I mean. Sleeping I wish studies. I could get a master's in sleeping. <laughs> sleep studies. <laughs> Adler became interested in nightmares and sleep studies differing across cultures because she read about an unusual nocturnal death that had been happening among the Hmong refugees. Does that seem right? Mm-hmm. Hmong? Okay. Mm-hmm. And they were people that immigrated to the U.S. from Laos. Now, it's important where they came from because that matters. But to her, she noticed it once they got to the U.S. So in a four year time period from the late 70s to the early 80s, there was 18 healthy humong men who had moved to the U.S. that died suddenly in their sleep. They all had like the same um, things happened too and everything else about them was perfectly fine. And then they would go to sleep and they would die tragically. And then that was it. They wouldn't wake up. For the next decade, a hundred more deaths followed the same way of people that were from Laos to this area. Okay. Doctors gave the condition a name called sudden, unexpected, unexplained nocturnal death syndrome. Sounds great. They called it sons for short. When she started researching it more. She she thought there might be something a little bit deeper to this, right? She concluded that sun's death are something else entirely. It's actually a whole syndrome called Brigada syndrome. And it's a genetic condition that affects people from the Southeast Asian descent. And it's something that has to do with irregular heartbeats that in their sleep, it gets triggered more and they pass away in their sleep most often because it increases the risk of sudden death. So with that happening, she started. So wait, that's like it's like sleep apnea. Well, it doesn't just happen in their sleep though. They have that irregular heartbeat no. all the time. They just don't. It's notice just it. it gets more irregular when they're sleeping. So kind of like sleep apnea, but sleep apnea is when you're sleeping, it changes. And when you're awake, right. it's normalized. This is it's all the time, but when you're sleeping, it's intenser, more intense. Oof. Oh, <laughs> I got it. When Adler moved her attention to the Philippines, she was also looking in Thailand, Laos, and other places where the deaths were more common. She found that the syndrome had a different name there and it roughly translated to nightmare or nightmare death syndrome. Sounds terrifying. Adler started interviewing Hmong refugees from the Laos and Thailand and Philippine area who were now living in Stockton, California. And a lot of them testified to experiencing these really common nightmares. And in all these nightmares, they featured this figure that would scare them and they called it the Dabsyog. It's a malevolent force that comes during the night and it will press on the victim's chest and attempt to suffocate them. So that's exactly what my ex described. Which if you do have a heart condition and like it's hard to do things like that. You would create, I feel like, a nightmare that symbolizes like how replicating, you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, replicating like how to understand what you were feeling. Because especially when you're sleeping, your mind, it's like your mind has A, C, E. And then you're like, OK, well, L and F fit there really good because they're mm-hmm. also letters. And it's like it's not correct, but you're not wrong. They are letters. They just don't fit there that should be b and d you gotta make sense of the situation it's fine yeah yeah in the field of sleep research adler wrote a lot uh, wrote a lot of things but a quote that comes from one of her writings explains sleep paralysis really well the experience is termed sleep paralysis an individual in the process of falling asleep or awakening finds himself or herself completely awake but unable to move or speak. Frequently, he or she sees a shadowy or indistinct shape approaching and becomes increasingly terrified. So it does go along with everything at this point. Like, they all kind of have the same v- vibes, at least. Mm-hmm. Experts say this is what the idea that like created Hatman is, is your subconscious reworking of figures from popular culture. So, again, like I said, we're our mind is trying to put together two and two. And at this at this point in life, especially, there's a lot of popular horror films, especially in recent times that feature sleep issues. So there was this guy named Christopher French who was a psychology professor at Goldsmiths at the University of London, and he said the following after listening to Adler. When I sat and thought about the hat man, the thing that came to my mind was Freddy Krueger. This notion that you can be attacked when you're asleep, that's when you're vulnerable. And of course, Krueger wears a hat. I've called her Adler multiple times. It's Alder. I'm sorry about that. For anyone that was trying to pay attention, it's the same person the whole time. I just was incorrect. It's Alder. A-L-D-E-R? Mm-hmm. Okay. It just sounded better to say Adler, I think, on accent, And then I kept doing it once I did it once. <laughs> oh, well. In 2017, there was a paper published by a leading neuroscience scientist named Belange Jalal and V.S. Ramachandran. They discussed the neurological theory of why some people hallucinate shadowy figures during sleep paralysis. They talked about how when your REM sleep, which is your rapid eye movement sleep, creates emotionally charged dreams, your brain will paralyze your body so that you don't hurt yourself. So that when you wake up, you're still mentally under that like spell of REM paralysis, but you're starting to wake up and have those vivid dreams that the REM was starting to create. But now you're awake and it's becoming wakefulness. So as these two worlds are colliding, that's why it's this like sleep paralysis of this terrifying moment, because you're Almost stuck in a limbo. Yeah. They theorized that this part of the brain responsible for processing the body map and self was being disturbed, which will result in the dreamer projecting a human like figure, because that's what you would assume you're waking up. There should be someone there, something that's waking you up. Mm -hmm. This will cause your victim, the person that's having this happen to them, to feel unable to move and stare at them in silence rather than speaking. That's also why they say they will sit on their chest or at the foot of their bed, because that seems like logical placements of where a person would be is, you know, sitting next to you. But since you're not fully there, they're instead sitting on you. Like it didn't like correlate in your head that that's not the right place to be or standing at the foot of your bed because that's where you could see them. Just thinking about that, it scares the living piss out of me. <laughs> I do not like it. The phenomenon of Hat Man has attracted so much attention. There's a whole dedicated blog called The Hat Man Project where people all share their experiences about like seeing him or like what they believe it to be all this kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure that's where Chelsea fell down this rabbit hole and she tried to get me to fall down too because she was like I've read so many weird things. I was like I must know more. And to me when I was reading about it and listening to it in my head the first thing I thought of is holy shit this sounds like a fucking creepy pasta. Right? Yeah, a little bit. So then Victor Surge came up and I was like, why does Victor Surge sound so familiar? Well, because Victor Surge is the screen name of Eric Nunzen, which is the creator of Slenderman and the Slenderman mythos. He stated that the idea and concept of shadow people was what inspired him to create Slender Man. So it was supposed to be that creepy, realistic, not realistic thing. That's insane. So the the whole concept of Hatman is we can't figure out if it really is just like something people are imagining or if it's potentially like time traveling like it's something that none of the answers kind of make sense but kind of all of them do. Yes. Is the weirder part. Maybe it is all of the above. It's everything. That we listed. Yeah, I was trying to agree and I made it sound very vague. Right. (laughs) The likely explanation people say is that it's a case of pareidolia. Pareidolia is the tendency to perceive a specific, often meaningful image in a random or ambiguous visual pattern. Think of like the Rorschach ink black test. So, you know, we all day long see men. We've seen men with hats. We see things like that. We then are falling asleep we imagine a person there we're starting to fill in the blanks we're seeing that but also i don't feel like i see a lot of men in like fedoras or top hats so that wouldn't be the type of paralysis demon i would see i would see like a little blonde haired blue-eyed gremlin looking girl holding a controller screaming at it (laughs) and that was kylie if no one got that joke I very rarely hold <laughs> controllers. <Thank> okay, <laughs> holding her Switch, screaming at her Porsche character, and being like, "I will murder everyone in this town if you don't listen to me." And that would be my sleep paralysis demon. Interesting. Not a man in a top hat. Yeah, it's just very specific. Yeah, I, I, and also I the Remember the last time I've seen a man in a top hat, other than Abe Lincoln pictures. Yeah, or like it's Halloween. Yeah, that's not like a thing. I couldn't even, off the top of my head, imagine doing. Even fedoras it doing. are really rare too. Yeah, actually, what about like, can the Hat Man start wearing like baseball hats backwards? No, because that'd be hot. <laughs> I'd fuck my sleep paralysis, demon <laughs> so hard. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> well. Thanks, Chelsea, for bringing that fucking new fear into our lives. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, we're going to move on. <laughs> um, the second topic is uh, the guy called the Gray Man. Have you ever heard of the Gray Man? Nope. Me neither. Shocking. OK, so this man, the Gray Man, he's called Fear Laith, or the Big Gray Man or Ben Mac or Am Fear Lath Moore. Udaya Udaywa. <laughs> Or the Woodman. Okay, that's why I said he has a bunch of names. He is a humanoid type presence and a paranormal entity, supposedly. Is that what that word is that it was supposed to be, or is it hominid? It was supposed to be humanoid. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <I> fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I fucked up. That's okay. <laughs> the creature said to haunt the summit and passes of Ben Macdui, which is the highest peak. Of the Cairngorms, which is the second highest peak in Scotland. Okay. So, big mountain area. (laughs) Big mountain. (laughs) (laughs) The sightings of this creature began in the 13th century and have continued up until the 1990s. I guess it's more of a a hominid, yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's a thing? I don't know what that is. He's not really a human, but he's not like a... I'll talk about what he is. I'll get to it. Okay. The gray man is said to stalk the people who climb the mountains, but due to high levels of fog there in the mountains and like mist, most people haven't seen the creature. The gray man is normally said to be seen or heard on the mountain, but sometimes also spotted in a forest near Aberdeen, Rothmaturus Forest. It's been described as an extremely tall figure covered in short hair. That's gray. Hence the gray man. And he has a, a presence that causes uneasy feelings, especially for those climbing the mountain. The gray man is reported to be very tall, like I said. And the height that I found is between eight feet and 30 feet tall. OK, those are very big differences. <laughs> eight feet's big, um, because but that's like not insanely big. Like I was no. trying to think of how big that is. The average surfboard is about eight feet tall. So, okay. OK, like an eight foot. OK, it's still foot. a very, very tall man. But... And then I was like, how tall is 30 feet? 30 feet is two giraffes stacked on top of each other with the necks fully extended. Yeah. Like one giraffe is standing on another giraffe's head with his neck fully extended. And then that giraffe has his neck fully extended because an average giraffe is 14 to 16 feet tall. That's a very vast difference. I would not be scared of the surfboard as much as... The draft stacking. Yes. <laughs> like, that is very tall. That's why w- that's that's that's. A three, I want to talk to the person that's seen the 30 foot guy. Three story buildings because an average building is 10 stories tall or isn't the average sedan car like supposed to be like 10 or 11 feet long. So that would be three cars. Yeah. That's so tall. Yeah. <laughs> Many people say they didn't actually see the creature, though. Again, if it's 30 foot tall, wouldn't you have seen it? I think there would be no question. (laughs) All right. But they instead say they see the footsteps, but footsteps are never seen or documented. They like hear the footsteps crunching, but then they don't see the actual step in the ground. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Now, earlier I mentioned that the gray man will stalk its victims. That's just one part of it. So he'll, he'll stalk them as they're going up the mountain and such. But then with if the person realizes they're being followed, the creature will start chasing them. Nope. Don't like that. In the 1920s, these are some of the supposed reports reported witnesses. In the 1920s, a mountaineer named Tom Crowley said he saw a talon footed, pointy eared humanoid entity of impossible height that was spotted in the mist. That was it. Mm. That was was all that happened. I just feel like. When you're alone, you hear things. Well, when you're alone and hiking up a mountain and you're exhausted and you're alone and you have mist around you, you're going to like you could see literally like you could see bear anything and you're going to be like, so Sasquatch was there. Exactly. Like your, your mind's going to play tricks on you. In 1925, a climber by the name of Professor J. Normal Colley reported hearing the gray man. He said that for every two or three steps he took, he heard one loud crunch. All the while he started speed walking, but at a reasonable pace, he decided to tell everyone. And the footsteps were coming closer and closer. At one point he decided he couldn't bear it any longer and he sprinted away. And obviously all these people lived to tell these tales. And right. So the gray man didn't follow him. And I don't know. It just, he sprinted. He's a fast runner. It's like, nope. he's a runner. Okay. He's a track star. And there was another encounter reported at the forest near Aberdeen that I mentioned earlier. Three men were walking and they reported seeing a large creature that looked like a man but had an eerie, inhuman face. A couple weeks later, they said that the gray man showed up and chased their car, trying to get in, and he chased them for a short distance, going up to 45 miles per hour, running alongside their car. I don't like that. That would really scare me. Okay. Now, that exact one is the next one that I talk about also, but I heard a different story kind of about it. So in 2003, Matt Laney wrote a book, and it's called A Hundred Strangest Unexplained Mysteries. He talks about a sighting in the early 1990s. It is that sighting that I just mentioned, right? Okay. He said the three men caught sight of a creature walking on two legs with an eerie and human face in a forest near Aberdeen. Yep. Okay. Checks out. Mm Mm-hmm. Several weeks later, they were driving through that same area at night, trying to see if they could find the creature. Right. And they said that the creature appeared and ran alongside the car, breaking 45 miles an hour, appearing to enter the vehicle. Okay, now I just said it twice, right? Tell me that doesn't sound like that story of the 45 mile an hour creature running beside their car in Skinwalker Ranch. Yes, it does. Available in the archives. I want to say it's part two. But listen to all three parts, mind you. Right. Don't be that weirdo that listens to Colin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mentioning names, Colin. <laughs> right. It's telling me you started in the middle of a freaking multi-parter. <laughs> now, the fact that it sounds so similar to the Skinwalker stories like almost makes me believe a little bit of something being weird. Yeah. But I don't want to believe because this one sounds off the rails. So I'm like, mm, don't don't come for my skinwalkers, because that's that's 100 percent factual. Duh. Yeah, it is. But none of them were uh, 30 feet tall. True. <laughs> Similar to the first creature we discussed, disc discussed. Yep. With an R in there. Like the discussed. hat man, the gray man or fear of lathe is said to produce that feeling and sensation, you know, fear and stuff. They are commonly told things like the. The people that have witnessed it will commonly say they notice vast, dark blurs, which will obscure the sky, strange crunching noises, echoing footsteps, which will pursue them and chase them if need be, and an icy feeling in the surrounding atmosphere, as well as the feeling of a cold grip on them. Or if they like brush against it like a cold, an ice chill. They also say they sometimes hear a high pitched humming sound or singing. Mm. Mm-hmm. But visitors to Ben Macdui report a feeling of overwhelming negative energy. So moral of the story is don't, don't go, go hiking. <laughs> <laughs> there Occasionally, are many, there are many places to go in I Scotland. I mean, h- hiking, I'm not trying to sound negative, but when you start a hiking expedition, you know that there are places people that have died doing the thing you are attempting yes like or there have been things that are any any mountain i can name like a bad experience like mm-hmm. you know you have cannibalism on certain mountains you have stories of plane crashes where people had to survive on things you have the stories of where people went missing people. what's that russian one the dyatlov pass yeah dyatlov Pass. Um. Well, I was trying to think of the one where the plane crashed and they turned into cannibals. And then when they went back to society, people were scared of them. But I can't think of. I know what you're talking about. I know who covered it again. True Crime Guys covered it and they did a great episode on it. At this point, I'm True Crime Guys is number one fan in BD. <laughs> and they they did a really good episode about like what happens on mountains and why you should never go to mountains. And that's what this is symbolizing in my head. It reminds Stemming me of. Stemming from. Yeah. But again, like you said, Diatlov Pass, I that one. Y'all don't don't go into. The, no, it's Elsa. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Elsa. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> now, with this being the case, people say that the negative energy isn't the only thing they feel there. They also say they are extremely lethargic and despondent. They often also say they have an acute fear, apprehension or overwhelming panic leading to suicidal thoughts. No, that reminds me of something else, though. That reminds me of that forest in Japan. Yes. I've been thinking of this the whole time. I can't figure out what it's called. Yes, that suicide forest. I what is it? I don't remember. I remember the movie. Because her like sister went missing in I can only think of that TikTok star that did the the video. Oh yeah. Okay, I can't pronounce it, but it's that Okagara, Okagahara. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that forest, the Suicide Forest in Japan. We which we should, co- we'll should talk cover that. About, one. Let's yeah. be honest, because that one is fun, but that's just like insane. It reminds me of that. That's the vibe I'm getting from this. Yeah. Which people always say they think they see things out of the corner or out of their eyes there, and that's cool. what leads them to these thoughts and stuff sometimes. Yes. I would not you could not pay me to go to that forest you also probably couldn't pay me to go to Scotland this one this maybe you (laughs) can pay me to go to Scotland but you can't pay me to go on this this mountain okay let's change that thought if someone buys us tickets we'll take one for the team as cryptic soup and And we'll take a picture at the entrance and we will not enter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. So I guess you can pay us to go there. I, we're doing this for you guys, not for us, not for us. Yeah, exactly. People believe Gray Man could be a guardian of the mountain. I don't know. That makes sense a little bit. Yeah. Especially to people that probably think of that area as like sacred or religious. Yeah. Other people think he could be the guardian to the gate of another dimension that's hidden in the mountains. Also, weirdly enough, never thought I would ever say this, but definitely plausible. Yeah. I could see that. Like you have to guard those gates somehow. When you learn, that's about what Skinwalker, Skinwalker Ranch is. Exactly. <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> when you learn about fucking Skinwalker Ranch, there's just no way you don't think it's of almost like man. we covered Skinwalker Ranch in the archives. I'm not sure. Skinwalker might be our favorite thing of all time. So, it's it's said that that could be what this is. Is something along those same vibes. Now, Gray Man is said to be a supernatural being, but. When they changed his name or like when they started adapting the name Loth, Fear Lo- Lo- Fearliath, Fear or like Am I Fearliath, Am Fear Lath more? I can't pronounce any of this right now. That creature has been compared to the Yeti of the Himalaya or Sasquatch or Bigfoot in yeti. North America. It's a yeti. So now it's kind of like I believe in like the Yeti and Sasquatch and all that. I know I probably shouldn't, but I do. So now I'm like, OK, maybe I do believe in Lathmore. Do you believe in fear life now? I feel like I believe in parts of the story, yes. but not all of it. I don't f- I don't believe in all of the sightings that happen, but I believe that someone somewhere has seen this thing and which when I hear that ending, the guardian part of a dimension that yes. maybe makes me wonder, maybe he's not chasing them. Maybe he's trying to Push scare them, them, them out. Yeah, he's like, no, no, no. If I just scare you enough, you'll go the other direction because no one's died. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really like, it's like physically them. seen I mean, as far as we know, no one's actually like seen him full detail. and the fact that it's been cited all the way back from a really, really long time ago all the way to the 1990s, that's a little mm. odd. Usually people like give up on those things. Is he just gone now? Has no one or seen maybe him? people have stopped reporting it. Maybe less people go there. I don't know. Maybe people go there that are really drugged and they're just like, we can't report <laughs> this because people will think we're stupid. Hmm. I don't know. I kind of believe that one. If you had to believe one or the other, which one are you believing? I believe both of them. (laughs) That's not the game. I don't care. They're very different things. Yeah, I was very shocked because I also when I saw that both of them were cryptids, I was like, okay. first, you know, I thought they were they're two homies hanging out. And then I was like, oh, they're two separate things. Oh, they're not at all the same thing. I thought maybe they'd both be sleep paralysis demons. No, it just kept throwing me for a more and more loop. I think out of all of the things that Hatman was, though, uh, Shadow People is pretty um,
1: that's, plausible. That's
0: been reported so much every generation before, even like yeah, different cultures talked and everything. That 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 just has to be real. But also, there's so many similarities with experiencing sleep paralysis. So kind of see that too but i think sleep paralysis demons are real so to me maybe that and a shadow people are the same thing you mean like sleep paralysis demons are not just made up in your brain like they're actually there yeah yeah it's kind of like a guardian angel but not at all it's kind of like how you open your own dimension when you're in a sleep paralysis type of deal yeah and you're inviting those thoughts in which are starting to you know what it is you know what in my mind a sleep paralysis is i'm gonna be scared to go to bed tonight (laughs) Um, it's a part of me is thinking about the scariest movie I've ever seen, like, not specific, and then the other part of me is thinking of Monsters Inc. <laughs> like, a monster in my freaking closet, Tolpa. In my mind, this is a Tolpa. I don't know, sleep paralysis is. demons are Tolpas are. When you manifest something unreal so hard that you manifest it into creation, like a cryptid almost. I'll read you the exact definition. Sorry. Uh, Tulpa is a concept in mysticism, paranormal, theosophy, all those kind of things where an object or creature is created through a spiritual or mental power of manifesting it to become true. Literally exactly what I said. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. But yes, it's that's terrifying to think about, too. And I think that that's what happens is you tulpa your own fucking little sleep paralysis demon. That also really scares me because that means whenever my ex was having sleep paralysis, there was a demon in my fucking bedroom. Yeah. It's Yeah. (laughs) It's essentially cryptid summoning is what people call it on the Internet. And it's physically manifesting the presence of an absent or distant cryptid to make it conjured into real life. Yeah. I'm glad that doesn't what happen happens. to Corey. He just wakes up randomly and will be like, there's <sighs> spiders in the bed. Or he'll just wake up at 3 a.m. and be like, it's 3 p.m. and start banging around the house and be like, I gotta get ready for work, guys. And we're well, all 3 like, o'clock Corey, is when he yeah. has to get up. But it's like 11.30 and he will look at his phone and be like, it's 11.30. And a lot of times it happens when I go to bed. So like, there's just like this tiny... Like I'm literally like trying so hard to not do anything and just like tiptoeing and it still happens. And he's like, it's 1130 and he gets really mad at me like I was supposed to wake him up. (laughs) Like, I love when I hear it'll wake me up every time he does the crazy yell because he'll just scream the time. And then you hear him throw the dog off the bed because he doesn't mean to. He'll just whip his blanket and Shiro will just like wobble off the bed and you hear. No, it's Saber. Oh, is it? Shiro doesn't come up on the bed anymore. I was going to say, you just hear one of the dogs fly off the bed. You hear him scream the time and then you hear him take about five steps in the hallway and then you just hear him calmly turn around. Go back in the room, call the dog back onto the bed and fall back asleep every time. (laughs) He also says fuck a lot. Yeah, he'll curse the whole time. The funniest one, the funniest one. I was (laughs) wide awake. It might have been the week I had COVID or something because my sleep schedule was so out of whack that I was 100% awake. And I had to finally text him to tell him that he was awake. Was it when you had strep and COVID? It was something. So I... Hear Corey wake up and he does the scream. And then I feel like I hear him go to the bathroom because the bathroom's like on the other side of the hallway. I can hear. And I was like, I felt like I heard him walk in there. And so I was like, okay, like Corey's just going pee and then he's going back to his room or something, you know? Like I hear the water running like he's washing his hands. And then a few minutes later, I hear Shiro walk by my room again. And I was like, Shiro's not in the bedroom yet? And then I hear the motorcycle start. And I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. What time is it? It was literally maybe like 1 a.m., 11 p.m., something. It was not late enough at all. Maybe midnight. I don't know. And then you just hear the motorcycle turn off. You hear Corey come inside and you just hear, what the fuck? And I text Corey. I was like, hey, Corey, are you awake? And he's like, I'm going to bed. And that was the end of the night. He did that too when we were living in an apartment. He got which you have to like it's just a bigger deal i was on the top floor of the of a five story and he just gets all the way down to his car and that's when he looked at the the car clock and was like fuck and (laughs) i literally literally was live tweeting and live texting to like margie or someone i was like yeah i think Corey's making breakfast now yeah i think i hear the coffee maker yeah i heard the garage door open oh shit i hear the motorcycle oh shit the motorcycle <laughs> turned off oh shit Corey's back in the house he's screaming <laughs> curse words hey i think Corey just went to bed <laughs> and then the next day he's like i'm somewhere. exhausted i was late for work and we're like yeah you know <laughs> so yeah cory doesn't have sleep paralysis demons he is his own sleep paralysis demon <laughs> moral of that story literally <laughs> uh, that was really funny <laughs> poor Corey. <laughs> Wow, Chelsea, you gave us a really good request. This was really fun because it was just wild. We weren't expecting it. We have a few more requests. I think next week's episode is a request to and it's a it's a true crime murder case request that takes place in the state of Indiana. So Hmm. and I'm pretty sure that's next week. So stay tuned for it. Ooh, spooky. (laughs) Ooh, spooky. You also get to figure out who the giveaway winner is. So you gotta stay tuned. Giveaway. Giveaway. I'm excited to see who, who wins. Same. Well, guys, thank you so much for staying with us for this one. We were a little off the rails. I think that happens every cryptid. It's OK. I, I think it makes it better. It's allowed. Like, that's the only time we can. We can't like. Yeah, that's probably what it is. In the middle of Unit 731, if we would have started talking about Corey waking up on a motorcycle, people would have been like, wow, wow y'all are inconsiderate. Right. <laughs> but right <laughs> now we're like, so Sasquatch, Corey. Hand in hand. <laughs> hand in hand. Thank you guys to everyone that helps make this podcast what it is. Kylie and I could never do this alone. So thank you to Damon Vukovsky for creating our theme song, our sound bits, everything that he does for us. He's awesome. Our original artwork is with Taylor, with Ma- with Ma- Mad Lab. No, no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Ooh. Mad, Mad Lonkey. <laughs> uh mad no lab yes lab (laughs) monkey lab monkey it's like a monkey that's stuck in a laboratory it's an evil evil genius monkey lab monkey creative on instagram there you go that's who he is (laughs) i hope he doesn't listen (laughs) our editing is done by Corey with core.media.photography on instagram the own hat man of himself (laughs) (laughs) our own little sleepy demon (laughs) (laughs) don't forget to follow the instagram which is at cryptic soup pod where our dms are always open for suggestions so slide on in definitely make sure you're always keeping up staying tuned with that because the next step will be us probably creating a facebook page or something which if we do that i mean it sounds a little crazy but kylie we might have to do a giveaway at that point yes a giveaway <laughs> i mean it's the only logical solution right it really is <laughs> so guys we just really hope that you're having as much fun with this podcast as we have been at this point thank you to everyone that always reaches out to us also thank you for any apple podcast reviews ratings or spotify ratings because it helps us get our name out there and the more we get our name out there the more prizes you guys get for giveaways in the future prices see it, who doesn't like it, presents it's like an ouroboros the snake that eats its own tail except oh, okay. for we're the snake and the tail and you're the snake and the tail and that doesn't we're make sense. all in a circle karma no that's not what i'm looking for either <laughs> all right guys <laughs> i should let this be done so remember guys to subscribe follow tune in keep up with us and remember to join the conversation where we'll see you next tuesday for the next episode stay tuned God, I like swallowed my spit mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it went down the wrong tube and I thought I was going to not breathe anymore. It literally works. I thought I saw the end of days. I'm not doing that. I look Why? stupid. You look stupid. That's fine. I'm In not the joking. nicest way. I didn't mean that as a bitchy way. <laughs> it sounded really bitchy. <laughs> a lot of bloopers for this one yeah he wondered where all of our bloopers were last time oh we got them for you now cory don't you worry man fuck <laughs> it means total, total, total request live total request live total request okay wait total pause pause kylie life. already i got a, i got beef with you you don't know what total request live is no do you like the movie josie and the pussycats yes remember melody and val go to Carson and Melody's like I always had a crush on you and then that one guy comes up and he's like I'm Carson Daly look at the nails yeah I mean I remember that part in the movie But MTV TRL no. fucking move on total request live <laughs> stop <laughs> it's not this Are you good? (laughs) You laugh at my misfortunes. Oh my god, that was the funniest thing ever. You got so mad. Total Request Live. (laughs) I was just reminding myself. Okay. Tonight we're kicking it Total Request Lifestyle, which apparently means that Fuck. <laughs> I fucked up because I said the whole thing and I, I really didn't mean to say the same thing. I'm so sorry, Corey. Uh, he's going to splice this together and make it sound so fucking dumb. It's Watch just, him just not edit any part it'll of it. will just be total request, like total request, total request, total TRL, TRL, to- It's a request. <laughs> and that will be the intro. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> we'll go to the courtesy of request oh, God damn! This is why we don't take requests. Oh, see, you almost said it like I said it. Requests. It's like re- requests. No, requests. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> There's no T. Stop putting one in it. Okay. <clears throat> there is a T. Not a th like, it's like it's <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Like a. <laughs> all right. Um, well, we all know how Corey's day was going because he, he... had an ice pack. That's how much he hurt. <laughs> right? No, he was like, "Am I am I red or bruised?" And I was like, "Yeah, you're red." And I felt the spot, and it was freezing, freaking cold, and like. What is this? <laughs> yep, it was his little ice pack, handy dandy uh, doctor moment. Downstairs. No, Burby. It does hurt. We, we've had this whole yep. discussion on this podcast. We've <laughs> talked about falling in this house on the stairs. Oh my God, that was Maybe so funny. A huge tangent, man. For some reason, falling downstairs <laughs> is the funniest thing in the world to us. Because... <laughs> Because when you do it, you're just like, bump, bump, bump. and you you're like, wait, well, yeah, they can't, can't regain your thoughts to be like, oh, I'm falling, I All need right, to right, get right, help. Right. It's like, fuck, 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 fuck.